Hey, TCBs. Why are you sounding sultry? I'm Ashley. Oh, okay. Me, Amanda. <laughs> and this is Allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. doesn't live here what's it up to him for well where's he gonna sleep whenever he comes over i'm not giving up oh your bed Lindsay's moving for real uh, well i mean she's looking at places she wants to be out before the baby comes that's not big enough for me i have three children oh you have to bring them oh well yes and the dog okay that's not a deal breaker um so we'll just have to find a place <laughs> I keep wanting to do the, um, the, like, cabin out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. You know, there's crazy people who do that. There's, like, crazy people who do that. They're, they don't want to be around people, but now I know why they do that. Yeah, so I... So they don't I, murder people, but yeah. they do end up murdering people, but they're just out in the middle of nowhere. Well, I don't think we're going to murder anybody, but... Uh, if they come near me, they might. <laughs> I almost murdered somebody this week, so... Well, I mean, I had a week. You know I had a week. That's... That person, though, is... We... Every week, we almost want to do that. Let's just say that due to Ecom's, uh-huh, yep, yep, um, I had a police officer in my house. Yeah. And uh, I told said police officer that I have a true crime podcast. I'm like, I have, I have a true crime podcast. There was a big situation. What did he say when you said that to him? He just looked at me like, what? You do what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I do this. Like, I talk about killers and stuff. Like, with my situation this week, it's just been, it's been yeah. mind-boggling. But Yeah, yeah. And then the school found out. Not like my, my, my boss knows I do it. I, I don't think he cares. Um, but. The, what would it matter? The principal of the school found out and she's like, huh. Yeah, that might be a problem. Why would it be a problem? It's not like said child ever listens to it or is around when we're recording it. Does it really matter, though? I had kids on my bus, elementary school students, talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, mind you, our school district uh, does not have separate buses for separate elementary schools like yours does. Okay. Right. right. My bus has kindergarten through fifth on it. All intermingled. Yeah. Well, how are you supposed to separate the conversation? I've and you don't have a monitor. And then I had to yell at them. And they're like, why are you, why can't we talk about that? And I'm like, I don't care if you're in fifth grade or not. That's not age appropriate for you. Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. No. My girls would have no idea who that was. I, how much you want to make about that they've watched said series? Oh, I can guarantee you they have not. Ryan has, but he's almost 16. Just FYI, because I'm overthinking it probably, but for those who don't, do not know what ecom means when I just said it, it's just a word backwards. You figure it out. Um, yeah. It would be pointless for me to like point out what it is. Just, just as a backwards word. You figure it out. Yeah. Um, 
you guys have time right now as you listen to podcasts. Just mess around with it. Try to figure out what we're saying. Um, so, yeah, it was a week. And I honestly thought that tomorrow I might call in and take a mental health day, which we're not allowed to do. Which is crap. It is crap. And if I were to take a personal day, I would have to, like, lie because you have to state why you're taking a personal day. No, that's why it's a personal day. It's personal. Yeah, no. I would literally have to use a sick No, no. Isn't this crazy? This is the world we live in. But it's not like that in other countries. That's the thing. I know. I want to move to another country. Can we go to Canada? New Zealand is great. (gasps) Let's go there. I think we should move there. I think it's New Zealand. I don't want to go to Australia. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go to Greece. Iceland, though, has no, like, very little bugs. Like, no mosquitoes live there. (gasps) Don't you want to do that? And it's not ice because somebody messed up the map. Did you know that? Yes. So it's like Greenland, but it's Iceland because... It's not really ice. And then they never figured it out. And I'm like... So confusing, right? I have OCD. (laughs) And why did we just never change it? Why? I mean... We're changing shit all the time. We're adding states. We can't change that? Throughout the years, but we never changed a country? Like, this isn't rocket science. It is. It is. It is. is. You've got countries breaking up. What was the one? Um, The Czech Republic, right? Didn't they? Yeah, and they broke up, and now they're two different countries. Yeah, I don't know what they are. I was watching the um, Miss Universe. Yeah. And all the countries that these girls were from, half of them I was like, oh, they forgot to teach me that one when I was in school, because I have no idea. Did you know about Kazakhstan? Is that how you say it? Because of what now? Kazakhstan. Is it? there's There's a movie about it. Uh, I can't remember. It's a lot. But there's, like, I thought it was a fake country. Borat? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Borat. Is that what you said? The movie Borat. I think they're from, in that movie, they're from Kazakhstan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's an actual real country. Yeah. I thought it was made up for I did movie. too. For a long time. Oh, yeah, they. This is, again, like you just, like I said to you in my bedroom, we weren't in there for weird we, reasons. Yeah, no. Nothing. We're best friends, so it's not weird. It's not weird. She my best friend. You mean when it's sing gong. Now I'm going to sing a ching gong. I don't know the rest. I don't know the words either. <laughs> that was pretty good. You know? That was pretty good. A little bit of orange thrown in there. Um, <laughs> I would do it, but that's probably inappropriate. Um, no, but we were in my bedroom when I told you, like, what were we talking about? Oh, because I got a blackout shade for my Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I told you that, like, this morning I woke up at 730 and I'm not, I'm usually up at, like, four or five o'clock. Ass crack of dawn, y'all. For no reason. My body just likes to wake me up at that time. Um, but I woke up this morning, like, 730, and I'm like, why is it so dark in my room? I have the blackout shade. So I told you, I'm like, I can't be smart and beautiful, so beautiful we go with. But listen, we should be smart and beautiful. You and I seem to be one of the very few who have the commons of the senses. Yes. And you cannot teach that to people to save their lives. Sweet baby herbs. I I got nothing. Nothing. Nothing half the time. Because we just, you know, things that should be simple are no longer simple. No. Such as 
the majority of what happened to me this past week. Yes. Yes. Blown out of proportion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what is happening? But then to sit here and like, police say we have to talk to the parents, but then the other parent isn't spoken to. A different person is spoken to on behalf of the parent. I didn't know I could have people speaking on behalf of me. I would have sent you. I, I was just going to say that. Nobody called me to come and speak for you. Because you would have you would have told them. I would have probably gotten in trouble. I'm going to start telling. No! I got really scared. Yeah, Landon's in the closet. Not, not figuratively with, like, sex, but, like... What are you doing? Literally. He wanted to be with us, and now, apparently, he's making his way out of the closet. Are you going out in the room? Okay, then I gotta close this. Okay? This is how it's gonna go tonight. But now, when the principal calls me, I'm literally going to tell them, please speak to my representative. Her number is. Mm-hmm. You can reach her by email. It's Amanda with two A's. Three A's. That's a shout out to her son, Ryan. Yeah, we were watching a football game last weekend, and one of the players' names was Fred. And I just said to my son, I said, Fred. Huh. That's a kind of a strange name. And he goes, yeah, well, your name's Amanda with two A's. It has three. It has three A's, Ryan. Three A's. He is one of the ones without the commons of the senses. <laughs> he didn't get a lick of it. No. Not no. a lick of it. It's no. like God didn't even try. <laughs> Not even a grain of it. Nothing. No. I think, I think, I think, think a snail has more. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yes. I just. Yes. Wow. If it has to do with sports. Oh, he's all over it. White on rice. White yes. on rice, fleas on a hound. Yes. All over it. All over it. He can tell you anything. Anything. Anything outside of that. Anything. Zero. Zero. <laughs> For those of us normal people, uh, we know that if you get shit in your lungs, you die. He yeah. thinks that food and drink... Passes through your lungs to go to your stomach. Sure does. He sure did think that. Tenth grade. Tenth grade. And you think he's going to college. Like I said, sports scholarship. He's got good grades though, right? He does have good grades. On roll. Yeah. Is he cheating? (laughs) Off of somebody? Are you kidding me? He's not smart enough to do such a thing. I don't get it. He must not like talk to his teachers at all. Oh, no, he avoids them like the plague. That's because anything that comes out of his mouth would be stupid. And they'd be like, oh, we need to adjust your grade. Huh. We'll yeah. see what happens in the next two years. I'm interested. But then he'll be graduated and he will be. He's not going to be able to drive a car. Why? I'm going to teach him. Have, have you seen me drive? I'm a good driver. That doesn't mean he's going to be able to do it. Well. He thinks food and liquid Passes through your lungs. He is going to literally put diesel in a non-diesel tank. I can totally see him doing that. He will. I can totally see him doing that. He's going to... You know how I pretend like when my check oil light comes on, it looks like a tea kettle? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my tea kettle light is on. I know not to put tea in there, but he will literally do it. 
I can force he you. He won't now. be like, oh, I got the vegetable oil. I changed my own oil today. Your husband is a mechanic. Ryan's not interested in that. No. Nope. 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 Abby, yes. Oh. Ryan, no. Everybody out there, please pray for him. Yeah. <clears throat> please. Yeah. Um. I need to shave my legs. You're hairy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering why you were cutting yourself. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. I'm like, what is this? That's a great story. Can we talk about murder now? um so we have a shorter case it's not definitely not a two-parter um but it's also not on the level of john jamelski is this have to do with you calling me asking me where i grew up no okay no, I I remember now. Uh, actually, I stopped researching that. The next few episodes have nothing to do with that. Um, but now I've stopped researching that because I may have to read a book for it. Oh. Um. So let's 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 get into it. I have a question for you, Amanda. Oh, I like questions sometimes. Which is funny because I didn't plan this. When you you literally just asked me, can I move in here? Yeah. So my question is, is, have you ever thought of running away? Every hour of every day. Yes. So where would you go? Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that far. Oh. Well, how far away from home would you travel? I want to go somewhere where it's warm all the time. Hmm. What would you take with you? My dog, my children, my wallet, my cell phone. My dog. Yeah, no, you said that. Oh. Clearly not the husband. Oh. <laughs> She's shaking her head if you can see that. Which you could Because <laughs> we're not on video. <laughs> um, so how would you get there? My suburban. Well, then they would be looking for you in that because they know the license plate. Your husband would probably be like, my wife is missing. Here's the license plate. Oh, I'll just leave him a note. I'm good. Don't bother. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not actually running away. What counts as running away? Not telling people where you're going. And most generally, not taking, like, your children with you. I mean, oh. I guess some people do, but... Probably going where, like, they're not going to find you and in a mode of transportation that they can't, like, locate you. Okay, but I don't want to abandon my children, so how about I just run away for, like, a few days, and then I come back? Okay, well, that's not... That's not what this is about. Can we run away just for, like, a weekend, and then... So you want an allegedly girls weekend? Yes. We need to plan that. We need... I like that. We need to plan that. I like that. So, Robert Dennis Blair Adams... Why does he have so many names? I don't know. I didn't name him. It's probably, like, family names. But he goes by Blair. I love that. The third name. I love that. (laughs) He was born on December 28th, 1964, in British Columbia, Canada. He's in Canada. Have we had a Canada case? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. So, according to Find a Grave, his mother is Sandra Edwards, and that is the extent of the details I have of his family life. (laughs) 
That's it. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, this case is not long. Like, I don't have a lot of information on background. It was super hard to find anything. How'd you come up with How'd you hear of... Uh, I, I can't tell you because... Not because it's a secret, but because I've spent so much time... You know how you and I talk and there's a lot of squirrels? Yeah. That's how my research is. Oh, okay. So said. I got you. It, it probably came up in yeah. one of my things. Yeah. Uh, so Blair was a foreman with a construction company in Siri. Okay. And according to people who knew him, he was a happy man who loved his job. He was super good at it. He was also dating a girl from Germany. Okay. When you say from Germany, like... She still lived in Germany yeah. and it was long distance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's super long distance. Yeah. That is like fly over the ocean long distance. Yeah. Um, but he had met her when he worked in Germany with his father's construction company in 1995. Again, I don't know his father's name. I don't know about his construction company. I couldn't find anything. Holy Hannah. I know. So in 1996, when Blair was 31 years old, Happy Blair became someone else. Meaning he had, like, a nervous or mental breakdown? I don't know. It's it's super weird. His mother said that he was having mood swings. She said, quote, something was obviously very much the matter. He hadn't been sleeping well. Something was wrong. I asked him numerous times what was wrong, and he said, I don't think I should tell you about it. And to this day, I don't know what it is. Uh, end quote. Uh, oh. So I don't know what it is. She doesn't know what it is. Only Blair knows what it is. So Blair's behavior actually took a nosedive in July of 1996. Blair suddenly decided that he needed to leave Canada and go to the United States. Of course he came here. Of course he did. Well, it's right over the border. Of course. So... He was actually hell-bent on this idea and was going to do it literally one way or another. Like, he, he, this was like a mission and he was doing it. There was no talking him out of it. Where was he planning on coming to once he got into America? Well, I have a timeline. Okay. But we're going to kind of move quickly because... It's such such a weird case, and it's also a super cold case. Oh, okay. So, either way, whether it's cold or not, Blair deserves justice. And the reason we're talking about it is just to help bring attention to it in hopes that maybe somehow this case will be solved. I know, like... Not too long ago, the Lady of the Dunes case was solved. I still don't know what that is. It's a woman they found in the dunes, and they didn't know who she was. You know what dunes are, right? Yes. Okay, I didn't know. You didn't? No, I did know oh. what they were. I didn't know if you knew. Um, but they didn't know who she was. They And it's an old case. It is an old, old case. And they literally just found out who she is. Who so, is she? Oh, okay. I wasn't planning on bringing it up, but um, let me bring it up for you. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Okay. Lady of the Dunes. Um, her name was Ruth Marie Terry. Um, and they literally just found out she died in 1974. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Her body was exhumed in 1980, um, in 2000, and in 2013 to help identify her. She was just recently identified. So, that's, oh my gosh. that's how long she had been. We're 37, remember? Um... Y'all, I recently thought I was turning 37 yeah. in March. No, no, no. You don't have to explain it to them. Oh, yeah. They listened yeah. to yeah. the episode where you found out yeah. you were 37. Um, Still can't believe that. So we're 37, and that was 85 when we were born. She was killed in 74, and they just recently found out who she who she is. So it's, the, it's out there. They can do that. That's I mean, technology is evolving every day. Oh, yeah. So... Blair here deserves justice, and I'm hoping that we can yeah, somehow sure. get just, you know, yeah. like wheels turning. Everybody think about it. Like, well, what about this? What about that? And hopefully somebody out there has a piece of information. So on July 5th, 1996, Blair went to his local bank and withdrew his entire savings. In cash? Yep. Wow. As well as emptied his safe deposit box. So he left the bank with more than $6,000 in cash and thousands more in jewelry, gold, platinum. And he was taking this stuff with him to the U.S. So he stored it safely in his fanny pack. <laughs> I love everything. I love I love it. I love it. Fanny packs. Remember that? I do. They're, they're coming back. Yeah. They, they, well, everything's coming back. On July 7th. He, oh, that's Abby's birthday. He tried to cross the Canadian-American border, and his plan was to board a ferry from Victoria, B.C. to Seattle. Yes, I've been on... I, well, I'm very familiar with it. Let's just say that. Okay. He was denied entry. Oh, why? You didn't need a passport or anything back then. Well, border control became, like, weary of him because he was a young man, and he was carrying an outrageous amount of money and jewels and whatnot in a fanny pack. <laughs> so the amount alone was actually enough to make them think he was like smuggling or something. Yeah, yeah, drug smuggler. So he really wanted to get on that ferry, though. Did he jump in the water and then climb up to the ferry? Oh no, he lied to the authorities and told them that he had no previous criminal convictions. Although Wait, that was, was a, lie. a lie, he actually has a criminal record for drugs and assault. So they turned him away. Um, oh my! Yeah. So what was the drug charge? You know, um, I don't know what the drug charge was, um, or the assault issue. Again, huh. couldn't find much there. Yeah, yeah, it's super difficult. So on the eighth of July, Blair went back to his job, and he asked for his last paycheck, and then quit. <sighs> Which I would have thought he would have done that before he tried getting yeah. into the U.S. Right? But maybe he just wasn't planning on doing that. I don't know where he thought his last paycheck was going to go. So he was like, oh, I could get more money by getting my last paycheck. And then he quit. So after that, he bought a 1600 round trip ticket in cash from Vancouver to Frankfurt, Germany for the next day. So now he's planning to go to his girlfriend's. Yeah. So the flight was set to leave on the 9th, but 
only a few short hours later, he actually regretted buying the ticket and still wanted to get into the U.S. I have no idea what's going on in his head. Clearly, he doesn't either. Like, it feels like a very weird mission. Like, I want to go to the U.S., but I was stopped, so now I'm going to go to the Germany. But now I can't go to Germany because now I want to still go to the U.S. Like, but I don't really know why he was coming to the U.S. Like, his family is in Canada. You know what I mean? So it's just like, none of it makes any sense. I just feel like everybody always wants to come to the U.S. I don't know why. I don't know why either. So he went to a friend's home where he began stating that someone was trying to kill him. Is he schizophrenic? I don't know. But he also told his friend that he needs help crossing the border. And Blair's friend was unable to help him with that. So on July 9th, in the early morning hours, Blair was found by a Canadian Border Patrol officer trying to cross the border on foot at the Pacific Highway border crossing. So this is a road that connects the town of Blaine, Washington. And what have I been calling him? Blaine or Blair? Blair? Okay. Mm -hmm. I did this in researching, too. I kept mixing it up. So, okay. It connects the town of Blaine, Washington, and the Surrey, the city of Surrey, Surrey? Is it Surrey? I don't know. Uh, British Columbia. So, officials noted that Blair had scratches covering his legs and hands. From, like, tree limbs and stuff? I don't know. Oh. Blair also matched the description of a man who was seen stealing a car. Oh! So, the vehicle had been found abandoned near the Pacific Highway border crossing. And, of course, Blair said he had nothing to do with that. And without much evidence, they couldn't do anything about it either. So, he was like, look. Let go? Let go. I don't know what I said. The same day, instead of leaving for Germany, Blair refunded his tickets, rented a Nissan Altima, and headed back to the border. He is one determined man. I said he was hellbent. He weren't lying. Holy Hannah. So this time, he actually managed to slip through. He ended up in Seattle, where, according to Lieutenant Jones... He bought a one-way ticket to Washington, D.C. All the way across. You would think that he would go across Canada and then come down through New York or wherever and then go to D.C. I don't know. But he said somebody was trying to kill him, so maybe he was just trying to get out of Canada wherever that person was. So he was like, I'll just slip. I don't want to stay in Canada. He can get me in Canada. Why wouldn't he want to stay in Seattle? Go Hawks. Oh, just saying. So... The fact that he bought a one-way ticket here would actually come up as suspicious for investigators later. He paid about $770 for a one-way ticket when he could have purchased a round-trip ticket for actually $350. Oh, weird. Yeah. It was like $350 or $400. Either way, it was less than the one the one-way ticket. And I, it's not like the air plane police are going to come after you if you don't use the other ticket. You know what I mean? Right. So he could have bought the round trip ticket and just not saved hundreds. Yeah. Literally. So it would have been like half the price, a round trip ticket, as he paid for a one-way ticket, and it just seemed super unusual is what they said. So on July 10th, he arrived at Duels International Airport in D.C., 
where he rented another vehicle. It's pronounced Dulles. Your face is Dulles. Sorry. What did I say, Dulles? Dulles. It's Dulles. It does say dull. I know. I'm sorry. It's just because, you know, that's my neck of the woods. Washington? Oh, well, that's... We either use Baltimore International Airport or Washington Dulles. For what? Flying. I hate you so much right now. I know airports are for flying. Oh, then what do you mean for what? When is it you're going there? Why wouldn't you go into Philly? Philly's not in... Do you ever know? Oh, international. Never mind. I, I wasn't thinking international. If, and Philly is like the worst airport ever. Well, Philly's Philly. I mean, I was just there. And that's not, that's further away from us, from where I grew up, than Baltimore. Or Washington, Dallas. Oh, okay. I don't know, PA. I just know that it's a super long state. To drive through. Yeah. And it's always got construction. Always. What's that one place that starts with an H? Harrisburg? Yeah, that one's always got construction. That's where... They don't actually ever do anything. That's where I lived. That's where... that That's where Matt and you, I got married. No. <laughs> See? This is the problem, and this is why I asked you last week where you grew up, because I, grew up. I know, like, five different names. So now we're adding Harrisburg. I've also got Hershey. I've got Dillsburg. I've got... Mechanicsburg. Mechanicsburg. I've got... Gettysburg. Carlisle. Which one is it? Where okay. were you born? I was born... In the hospital of the Harrisburg. Okay. Because Where that's the closest hospital. Up? The town I lived in and grew up in is Dillsburg. Why do we have five different names? <laughs> because it's like Shenango Bridge. There's nothing in there. There's it, It's a big empty address, but it's Shenango Bridge. They don't have... Dillsburg is like Shenango Bridge, but it's its own zip code. And then the next town where you can, like, do shopping is Mechanicsburg. And then, Got like, where, like, all the hospitals and the city. So we're just going to Dillsburg. And I'll remember that because of pickles. We do have a, we have a carved pickle in our, in our uh, square. And we have a pickle drop. And we have a pickle fest. And we have Farmer's Fair. Oh, we get a week off for Farmer's Fair in you're October. Talking, you're talking <gasps> super fast. So I love me some pickles. And I've never been to it. We have a garlic fest. We do? Locally. Here, yeah. We have a garlic fest. Garlic ice cream and stuff. In Binghamton? Yeah. Remember when we did the corn fest and we had that corn ice cream that from the stand beside us and it was so good? Yeah. I don't like corn. I know, but that was good. Yeah. People anyway. be doing weird things. Anyway. Anyway, so he rented another vehicle. So this time it was a white Toyota. Okay. So remember he rented the first vehicle Altima. just to Nissan. get to Seattle. Yeah. And so then, now he's ditched that, I guess. And he got and a Toyota. He's got a white Toyota. So he's in... DC, and he's got the, the Toyota. The white Toyota. So from there, he decided he was going to drive to Knoxville, Tennessee. Been there. But why? I don't know, but I Why didn't there. he just fly there? It's not that far. I know, but he was coming from Seattle. Yeah, so why would he make a stop in Washington, DC? I don't know. Just to get a car. They have cars in Tennessee. Was he trying to just make it harder for whoever this person this, is to this track him? This whole thing is harder. I mean,. I don't think I don't think the person coming after him had anything to do with the fact that he spent hundreds more dollars on a ticket than he needed to. I really feel like there's something wrong in his head. There's got to be. So this was a 487 mile trip. Yeah. So I would like to say he had like a great reason to go there. Like he knew somebody or he had a job lined up or a living situation set up. He did not. Did he, he had none of that. Did he want to see Dollywood? 
Possibly. I, I don't know why. I mean, it's beautiful. That just came to your head. I mean, Knoxville, Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, that's very close to where Dollywood is. Yeah, well, no. He he had, he knew, he's never been there before, let alone knowing anybody there. There was literally no reason for him to be there. So, actually, later on, um, in this case, still to this day, there is still... No reason that he went there. That That's a question that... I think the it that he's talking about... I think he was either having an episode, either bipolar, having a manic episode, or he was starting schizophrenia. Something. So, on his trip in Troy, Virginia... I, I We're throwing so much at you here, but... Now he's, he's, he's coming from Washington, D.C. He's in Troy, Virginia. Blair backed his car into another man's vehicle. Of course he did. Which caused minor damage. It wasn't anything crazy. The man told detectives that Blair seemed nice, but he was in a super hurry. Um, and he went on his way. Oh, can't you get in trouble for that? Don't, aren't you supposed to wait for the cops to like assess the situation? Exchange? I don't know if you necessarily need cops all the time. I think some people just exchange. It was a minor, it was minor damage. And nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. Did the other person seem like upset that he was in a hurry and needed to go? It didn't seem like it. It just seemed like, hey, he was really nice about it. They probably exchanged stuff. Blair probably didn't give a shit. It's not his car. He may have gotten insurance when he rented it. Oh, sure. You know, it's like he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, So he left. So when he got to Knoxville, he found a gas station on Strawberry Plains Pike. At 5.30 p.m., security footage proved that he was there. He told the cashier that there was something wrong with his car because he couldn't get it to start. He drove all this way, almost 500 miles, and now it won't start. So an interstate repair service driver, Gerald Sapp, responded to the gas station because the clerk called and was saying that Adams claimed that the key to his rental car didn't work. Not only would the car not start, but he's saying his key doesn't work. He literally just drove it from Washington, D.C., and now the key's not working in the car. So as it turns out, Blair was trying to use the key that belonged to the Nissan Altima that he had rented before. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gerald Sapp had stated, quote, he didn't appear to be messed up. He didn't appear to be in any dr- on any drugs, but his mind wasn't functioning correctly. Called it. Yeah. So Gerald asked Blair to check his pockets to see if perhaps the right key was in there. But for some reason, Blair refused to do this. He would not do it. In fact, he was quite adamant that the Nissan key was actually the correct key for the Toyota and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. He's yep. like, this is the fucking right key. I don't have another key. This is the one. No, yeah. So, at a standstill, because Blair won't look for the right key, and Gerald's like, this isn't the right key, Gerald called for a record driver to tow the Camry to an auto shop, and then he dropped Blair off at the nearby Fairfield Inn. So Blair left his bag in the truck. Gerald ended up taking it to him, and then Gerald drove home. Um, so in the hotel, he was captured on CCTV acting nervously. 
he was seen walking in and out of the lobby five times before getting the key to his room. Sounds like a little OCD to me. Um, where, you know, like people have to flick on the lights so many times before they can move or something will happen to their family. Either that or voices in his head were telling him or trying to convince him to do something otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Either one of those things are plausible to me. Yep. So he purchased a room with a $100 bill at about 7 p.m. Then he walked away without getting his change. Didn't need that. So the clerk, still having the change, tried to call the hotel room, but Blair wasn't there. Did he just sit in the hallway? No, 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 no. So when he purchased the room and got his key, as soon as he had it, he left the hotel. And at 7.37 p.m., he was seen leaving the hotel, never going to his room. I'm assuming taking his bags with him, too. So after that, after leaving the hotel, he was never seen on CCTV again. On July 11th, 12 hours after walking out of the hotel, there was a construction site about like a half mile away. Workers discovered Blair's body. Oh my. So at first, they thought it was a homeless man just sleeping. And then they approached it and realized it was a dead body. So the scene around Blair also said that there's no way that this man was homeless. So they realized he had far too much in cash and valuable items that there was no way he was homeless. And nobody murdered him, right? Wouldn't they have taken his stuff? Well, Blair was found naked from the waist down. Oh. His pants had been removed and turned inside out. His socks were also inside out and sitting near his body with his shoes. His shirt had been ripped open and there were actually signs of defense wounds all over his body. So he actually had a, like, fought whoever was attacking him. And clearly somebody had been attacking him. But nothing. So remember how much money he had on him from the start of this? Uh, $6,000 in cash plus jewels and gold and... Yeah, so robbery clearly was eliminated as the cause of the attack yeah. because about $4,000 in cash and a bag containing his gold, jewelry, and platinum, it was lying all around his body. So the only witness who came forward was a construction worker who remembered hearing a scream at the time of death but would say he was convinced it was actually the voice of a female. What? Yeah. Very weird. Despite Blair previously being a drug and drinker, drug and drink user, there was actually none of this in his blood at the time of death. So he had been sober for two years. He was super proud of it. Um, Investigators said that Blair was severely beaten and possibly run over. So an autopsy was done. And based on the results, he died from a blow using a weapon like a crowbar or a club. And it was directed to his stomach, which ruptured his abdomen, which caused septic shock. 
So he was also hit on his head and he had defense wounds on his hands. And there was also evidence of sexual assault. Um, although it's unclear when that happened. He did have lettuce, meat, and shrimp still in his stomach. But they're not sure when he ate last or where. So could he have ate somewhere right after leaving the hotel? Was it somewhere he stopped before the gas station incident? We are not sure. But the autopsy showed that the murder happened at 3.30 a.m. Mind you, he left the hotel with his key at 7.37. So he was just wandering around the town. Doesn't have a car. Because he didn't. Then again, if he went to eat, somebody could have picked him up and did something to him somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And then took him there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's very much true. But we don't know anything. We don't know. And there's no CCTV footage to say anything. So at this scene, two things actually did stand out. One, next to his body was the correct key to the Toyota that he rented. There was also a single strand of hair in his hand. But that remains unidentified. Don't know whose hair it is. Not a clue. So police decided to call Gerald Sapp... Yeah, that's who I would be looking at, too. Yeah. So they told him about Blair's death, and they also brought him in for questioning as well as taking hair samples from him. So, unfortunately, this was far too much for Gerald to handle. And despite being only in his 40s, he ended up quitting his job because of this. He later said, quote, Police didn't accuse me, but I felt like I was under suspicion for killing somebody, and that had just... That wasn't anywhere I needed to be. So a blog called Talk Murder With Me. There's a section of this case that they state their theory, and I'm going to read it in its entirety. Okay. Because, again, this is such a weird case that it's like there's not a lot of information. We don't know what was going on in Blair's mind. So we're going to see what they say. So, quote, Blair ate somewhere, shown by the remains of food discovered in his stomach during the autopsy. There were reported sightings of Blair talking to other men, one at a truck stop and another at a nearby Cracker Barrel restaurant. These leads have not, however, helped authorities authorities get any further investigation of what happened that night. There are not a whole lot of theories I've come across. The most popular one I've found is some kind of sex act gone wrong. People have surmised that Blair hired a prostitute who was accompanied by a pimp. They planned to rob him, but when this didn't go to plan, they got scared and ended up killing him. It was reported that around 3.30 a.m., a woman's scream was heard coming from the direction of the parking lot, a.k.a. construction area. This may have been the scream of the prostitute when the pimp hit Blair. There are theories that the sex act may have started in a car, and when Blair resisted being robbed, he was hit in the head and pushed from the vehicle. The vehicle then struck him, causing the blow to the rupture of his abdomen. The perpetrator then drove away, leaving him for dead. I'm not so sure about this. How would have he been pushed from the vehicle and then hit by it? Unless the vehicle turned around and went back and hit him. I don't buy it, though. Why would they have not taken the money? Exactly. Isn't prostitution 
which is a business for the pimp and prostitute, pretty much all about money. I just don't see how they would have left the money and the fanny pack lying there, especially when it was the middle of the night, no one else was around, and Blair was just lying there with it all scattered around him. I'm pretty convinced it's not about robbery. If it were, it would have been so easy to take the money and the items. I think since Blair was so paranoid, he felt threatened by someone who perhaps did not actually mean him any harm. However, he ended up getting into a fight with this individual who punched him hard in the stomach and ran. They were not interested in Blair's money or items. In fact, didn't even know he had them. They just wanted to get away fast, as fast as possible. But then again, why was he naked from the waist down? End quote. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, there's all these theories, and while one piece makes sense, the rest doesn't. So like the prostitution and pimp. So were we having sex in the car, and that's why our stuff is there? But if they pushed him from no, the I don't car, think, I don't think that was it. How did everything else end up around him? Why are his pants inside out? Why are his socks inside out and just like kind of laid over there? If you're pushed from a car, that's not how that stuff ends up. Um, as for the other one, why was he naked if he was with some other guy? What's the sexual assault about? Like none of it lines up. There's literally no theory that encompasses the whole thing. So usually when people are dead and their clothes are found half on, half off, and they're inside out, it's usually whoever killed them dressing them in a hurry, not paying attention to whether the clothing is the correct way. Right. Um, And I don't think it was a man. You don't? I don't. I think it is somebody that he may have thought that he knew. Like I said, I think he was suffering from schizophrenia. So a lot of times people with schizophrenia will think that somebody that they're talking to who is a complete stranger is somebody that they know. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean... Maybe it was a sex act and then in the middle of it he had a vision or thought it was somebody else and then they started to argue or fight. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, it's something else. They they don't have anything. They have zero answers. So investigator Jimmy Jones described the case as, quote, the most interesting and strange he'd ever come across. Yeah. In is. his 38 years of being on the job. So David Davenport, another investigator who was heavily involved in the case, believes that there's literally no hope for solving this case unless someone comes forward and confesses. Yeah. Which is I, super, sad. super sad. But, I mean, somebody had to see something. Like, he clearly ate somewhere. Where are all these people that saw him and was like, oh, we saw him go east? I don't know. I saw somebody at... um, Walmart tonight. This has nothing to do with this, but I'm really bad. Like, do not give me directions and say, like, north, south, east, or west. Literally, just tell me to turn at the Sonic. Exactly. I I don't know. So somebody just asked me tonight. I know this person. And they're, like, trying to picture where my road is. And they're, like, oh, so you live, like, going east from where I live because I know where this person lives. Bus route situation. School bus route. So I know where he lives, but he doesn't know where I live. And so I gave him my street name and he was like trying to picture it and um he's like oh going east and i'm like 
no, going towards the mall. <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's like going south. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I it's not warmer on my road. I have no idea. I think south. I think warmer. I don't know. I don't know. I... No, it's not towards uh, Pennsylvania, so it's not south. Well, I live on the north side. Wait, what's the north side? side. Is it divided by the highway? Is that... Yeah. Okay. So I live on the north side. um, And I think where I live, there's only north side and south side and never here east side. But in Binghamton, there's the north side, the east side, the west side, the south side, the... And I don't know which is which or which is good, which is bad. I don't know. It's all just the same to me. I'm still in Binghamton. There's two middle schools and like a thousand different elementary schools, depending on where you live. And I'm like, that makes my head hurt. I know. James's daughter, well, James's son goes to school there as well, but James's daughter is in middle school. So it's like, wait, what school? And then they have softball practice, but it's at one of the elementary schools. And then he gives me the name of it. And I'm like, but where is this one? (laughs) You live right next door to one. Yeah. It's not at that, but it's at another one that's across town, which really at this point should be in another country. (laughs) Like if your son had to do this, he'd be like, that's in another universe. Yes. It's literally. Yeah. At this point, Binghamton is so big and we have such problems with Binghamton schools that I really think they should just split it up into two districts. Yeah. I one could be called Bing and the other one, one could be called Hampton. But there's no P in Hampton. It's Ham, just Hampton. Hampton. The ton of hams. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've got it. It's so bad. But I, for the life of me, can't find my way around anything. Like, I don't... I don't know. Mind you, I don't live in Binghamton. I live in the area um, outside of it. Would you say I live in Binghamton? No. My address is Binghamton. I know. I used to live there. No, it's... You remember when I told you about my purse situation? Yeah. And the purse would be like the state. And Mm -hmm. then I'd have all these little purses inside or little zip... Yeah, little bags. bags. Those are all the little tiny towns, you know? Like yeah, all the, that's a really good analogy. You yeah. know, and that's what it yeah. is yeah. because Binghamton encompasses a lot. Yeah. Um, And while I live in a village, which Landon thinks is hilarious, we have a sign that says, welcome to the village of yeah. where I live. And he's like, <laughs> village. <laughs> and I'm like, what is so funny? He's like... <laughs> They think we live in a village. We do. We do. It's just not live in 1915, a and it looks a little bit different. There's a place down the street called the Village Diner. Actually, it's not down the street. It's on the south side. Um, and they close at like 3.30 um, p.m. because... Is that the one that I went to? That Yeah. Yes. Okay. Shit gets sketchy Scary. after that. So they're like, we're closing early all the time. I don't know how they stay open, but they have really good food. Yeah, but and it's really nice the, in there. Yeah, it's called the Village Diner. We live in the village, and Landon just thought that was the greatest thing ever. But, you know, it's like, but Binghamton, people know Binghamton, which yeah. I find odd. Um, yeah. It's, it's Binghamton that's really not that exciting. Most people know about Binghamton because of Binghamton University, which is super confusing because that's not even in Binghamton. That's it's in Vestal. <laughs> Which is it's not in Binghamton. Which they should call Vestal University or just Broome County University. Why don't they do that? You know, 
Iceland is Iceland, so (laughs) had to be the same people who did that. It's got to be the same. That's okay. Just to take it back a moment, Binghamton is also known from Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, we're getting the biggest dicks, sporting goods in the mall. But the original, very first Dick Sporting Goods ever to ever exist is still open on on Court Street, and Uh, they only keep that open because it's the original. That place is a piece of something. The building needs a lot of work, but they do have um, good stuff in there. So the fishing section, have you ever been there? Not for fishing. Oh my god, I will take you there sometime. For lacrosse. You and I should go there, and I'll take you for the fishing section, because James loves fishing. It's like, you have to go all the way back, and then it's like deep It's deep in the left corner, isn't it? Yeah, it's almost like, alright, here's a shed that we've attached. Yeah. yeah. And it's super cold back there, and I'm just like... Oh, oh, this is creepy. This, yeah, creepy. This is super, it's so weird, but I think that's the only reason they keep it open. I'm sure it is. the first one, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what one thing Binghamton is known for. Known for. Is Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> Nobody calls it Dick's Sporting Goods. I'm and the sorry. Dick's open. I have a question for you. Does it involve golf? No. Okay. You know why lesbians like Gander Mountain? They love Gander Mountain. I don't know. Because they don't like dicks. So, <laughs> it was so simple. The, the punchline was, it was so right simple. There. It was <laughs> right there within your reach. It was right there. I thought you had it. I was, I was overthinking it. I, I was, was sitting here going, she's got this and it's really not going to be funny after she figures it out. But you didn't have that. <laughs> That's good. I love it. So there's actually many theories out there. And of course, they, you know, go to Reddit to talk them out. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? You know, I don't think Reddit's that bad. Sometimes it's like, uh, it's everything on there. Truthful. But no. to me, it's, no, it's not. But to me, okay, yeah, get a platform where y'all can spit theories. And at yeah. this point, that is what, what we, we need. need with this case. Yeah. We need freaking theories because somebody out there is going to have the right one that never came up. And they're going to go, it's solved. Now, this happened in 1996. Yeah, ish. Yeah. I think okay. It's so, has the case been? Is it still open? Um, it's a cold case, so it's so not it, closed. But it's has just, somebody there's nowhere reopened to go. it to like re get things out and freshen it up. Maybe we not need really. Maybe we need to do that. But there's nowhere to go with it. So sometimes a fresh set of eyes may have met, you may. I mean, I have questions about whose hair it was and have we tested it. That was in his hand. That one piece of hair. Is there a way to test it? Was there root attached? I don't know. So. 2023. I'm pretty sure we can test it. So I found one post and I'm going to read it in full as well. Uh, The username for this post has since been deleted. Uh, So I can't give credit to whoever wrote it. But if it's you, credit. Um, So I will attach the URL in our show notes. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to go through the comments and kind of see what others think. So the person titled this, I think I might be able to explain the Blair Adams case with personal experience. Oh man. So here's what they wrote. Quote, I'm just a guest here at subreddit. I'm no expert. I might watch an Unsolved Mysteries video on YouTube once in a while, but I am way out of my jurisdiction here. Yesterday, I came across a video created by YouTuber Lazy Masquerades. He covered multiple rabbit hole mysteries about Blair Adams that caught my attention the most. 
and I feel like his last days in death may have been blown way out of proportion. Adult onset schizophrenia is very rare in children before puberty and rare for a person over 45. Blair Adams was 31 at the time of his death. I'm sure you're all familiar with the case and Adams' very bizarre and strange behavior that just suddenly appeared one day and all it did was quickly escalate. All of the odd behavior he was documented having from his own mother, who Adams told, quote, someone is spreading rumors about me. But he never said who. Two multiple eyewitnesses in multiple states, including police, all described Adams as, quote unquote, crazy or odd or erratic. Why did he rent multiple cars and drive to seemingly such random places? Well, I have a personal story that I think may shed light on that. My brother is severely mentally ill. Back in 1999, he was having an episode. This was before he was diagnosed, by the way. One day, he thought a barcode on the back of a soda can was telling him to drive to Maine because someone was trying to kill him. And that's exactly what he did. And as he's driving, he starts reading license plates. And they are telling him to drive to the border of Canada, then Albany, then Jersey, Long story short, the poor guy ended up in, jail, in a jail cell in goddamn Oklahoma. He had a substantial amount of cash on him, plane tickets, train tickets, and some of my grandfather's jewelry. When asked why he had so much cash and jewelry on him, he had two simple answers. One, he didn't want anyone to steal it. And two, he needed money to stay on the run from the CIA, CIA agents trying to kill him. Duh. Adams had a substantial amount of cash on him, plane tickets, and jewelry. His death to me also is much more simple as well. Have you ever been in a shady part of town and felt like someone was watching you? It's because they are. Junkies and thugs prey on the weak, not the strong. They prey on those who are easy targets and not someone who is going to put up a big fight. And they get good at finding targets, the elderly, drunk, high, even the mentally ill or disabled. A junkie couple came across a manic Adams, gained his trust somehow. They were going to simply rob him, but put him, but he put up much a better fight than they expected. They realized they're in way over their head, probably the second they hit him in the stomach with the crowbar, and then once in the head in the heat of the moment. These were junkies looking to get a fix not to kill a man. They panic and run. I say it's a couple because Adam had a single strand of long hair in his hand when found, which makes me believe a woman was present. And sorry, but no junky woman I have ever seen is strong enough to even lift a metal bar. Not mind strong enough to kill a man with two blows. If you Google schizophrenia license plates, for whatever reason, it's a common thing. Like I said, I'm no expert, and I'm not saying I solved a goddamn thing. It's just my theory. A mentally ill man was having a bad episode, and his luck eventually ran out when he inevitably ran into some shitty people. This happened a long time ago. I don't see how it's possible. In fact, more than likely, TV shows and the internet made this case, and it's, and it's sequences of events much more extravagant than the reality of the situation. 
grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. I'm not trying to beat myself off, but I'd like to think I'm fairly street smart. This is not a Disney movie, but also not all drug addicts are junkies or bad people. They're just trying, they're just people trying to deal with personal trauma the best way they can. But no one is your friend on the streets, especially for an out-of-towner. No one wants to be your friend. No one has good intentions. Mind your own business and keep walking. If you want to throw a dollar in, the dudes can go for it. But common sense will serve you much better than being a concerned citizen. So what are your thoughts, Amanda? Didn't I say that? You did. Um, and I, I'm telling you right now, I completely agree. Do you remember um, our case way back when we were still fairly newborns? Um, allegedly was a newborn. Yeah. Um, Hannah Up. Yeah, I think it was episode eight. Um, and she had crazy things that went on remember and she would not know who she was things like that i don't think that's necessarily what's going on with him no but when somebody has just like a great life and everybody's like he's so happy you know he works really well and then one day all of a sudden somebody's after to kill him and he is withdrawing all his money immediately the first thing i thought was schizophrenia yeah First thing my mind went to. So it's been 26 years since Blair's since Blair's death, and uh, family still has no answers. Those who knew him said that he didn't know anyone from Knoxville, Tennessee. They also said that it was common for Blair to travel, but getting all of his money and valuables was totally unusual. Yeah. So police are holding out hope that just one small piece of evidence will be found to solve this whole case. Again, I go back to the piece of hair that was in his hand. Like, did we not test that? Oh, I don't but think Is that did. the piece of evidence that... Could very well be. Oh, yeah, they. Um, Blair Adams was later cremated. And he's in the Victory... Victory? Victoria? No, it's just Victory. Oh, Victory? Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Victory. <laughs> uh, Memorial Park in Surrey, British Columbia, Canada. His mother later died on December 24th, 2020, before ever finding out whatever happened to her son. Well, hopefully she's reunited with him now in heaven, so. Yeah. Do ghosts or, like, spirits like that give answers? Because she's probably like, what the hell happened? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he could tell her Yeah. what happened. Yeah. I would really like for us to know what happened. You know, like, I would really like for the world. I I didn't mean, like, you and me personally, but... um, Right, right. Like, just have those answers. Close the case. There's hundreds of thousands of cold cases out there. We should, And, you know, everybody deserves justice. I don't care who you are. Everybody deserves justice. I mean, even if it's, like, a murderer... Like, if he had been a murderer and murdered people, yeah. he's, he and his family still deserve justice. Like, I agree. Um, it's not what he was, but, you know, it's just... No. It's, it's, it sucks coming across... And I like finality, which James is going to call me out on that because it's just wrong. Um, he's like, you use that word wrong. What is that? What, what's finality? Being final. Just, I want the final... 
I want it to be all and tied you up want, you want, in a nice little Right, bow. you don't it's want the all, open-ended of right. what did happen. This is why, like, um, when we did the Elizabeth LaFortune case, which is still an open case, um, I... Do you remember that case? No, no, I, I'm, I'm still on the. James is gonna say I'm using that word wrong. I don't think she is. <laughs> He's probably gonna be like, no, this is the point where you used it right. Oh, it's okay. gonna be one of those situations. Gotcha. Um, but I used it one other time, and he told me I used it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> listen, I write, I publish, I also make up my own words. But you can't listen. laugh at that. Because William Shakespeare used a word one time. He made up plenty of words. But one time he used a word that wasn't a word. And now we have scissors. He made up that word? Yes, he did. So why can't I say whatever I want and make up words? What will you do anyways? People people (laughs) said ain't for the longest time. And now it's in the dictionary. When I was growing up in Pennsylvania... um, People used to say, ain't, ain't a word, and I ain't going to say it. Ain't is, and now it's in the dictionary. It's in the dictionary. Along with all these other wang-tang words. Did you hear that in the dictionary, the um, definition of female is now not what it used to be? It's um, a person or thing that identifies as a woman. This has gone somewhere else. This, this will, this is turning into things that we shouldn't talk about. I don't agree with that, that. but, you know, I that. it's fine. Everything's fine. The dictionary is not the be all end all. But when, when I say a word and people's like, that's not a word, I'm like, hmm. Neither it is it. now. It is now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like we made up life. a word recently. Didn't we make up a word recently? Yeah, and I said I was going to say that more. Mathical. Mathical. Absolutely. That's one of them. But I know there was another one that I don't remember, but. Yeah, there was another one, too. I don't remember what it was. I once was saying a word. Now I can't remember what it is, and I was using it all the time. Um, What is the word when, like, you think of a ninja, and it starts with an S, I believe? Samurai? That's a sword. Oh. Hang on. I'm going to... Sumo! No, that's a wrestler. wrestling. I'm going to make a call. I'm going to call in. I'm going to call in. James? Yeah. He doesn't know he's being recorded. He's going to answer it. Hi, love. I hope he talks appropriately. He's not working tonight. They put off his trip for 24 hours because um, the snow's coming. Is he not going to answer? What's happening? Is he dead? Hello. Hi, is everything okay? I'm at work. Oh, I thought you weren't doing that. They, uh, so, well, they didn't tell me earlier. They told me, they're like, okay, well, we're pushing the trips to 24 hours because of the, uh, the weather. And I said, okay. But then as I was leaving your house, she called me and, uh, goes, uh, that they, there, I guess it was, it was the, the weather ban on, uh, the Pennsylvania highways. So she's like, hey, they lifted the ban on the highway, so we're sitting at trips. Can you come in? And I'm like, fuck, yes. <laughs> so. Okay, well, I just have a quick question for you. Yeah, what's up, baby? What is that word that I made up 
but didn't make up. It's an actual word, but I said it wrong, but now I say it wrong just on purpose. Stithy? Stealthy. Right, and I say it's stithy? Yes. Okay, that's all I needed. The correct word was stealthy. Yeah, no, that's stupid. It's definitely stithy. Okay, that's all I needed. Are you using it for the podcast? Oh, no, we're recording right now. Welcome to the show, James. Oh, I'm on the show now, huh? You are, you are. <laughs> hello, Amanda. Hello, hello. Okay, thank and you. Hello, hello, fans, I love you too. Okay, well, now we all know what you're doing tonight, so. <laughs> yeah, going to work. All right. Be careful. Love right, you. Thank you. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. So, I had said something like, look at him being all stithy. And he goes, what? And I'm like, you know, like a ninja crawling across the floor. Very you really st- thought it was stealthy? And he goes, you mean stealthy? And I'm like, no, I mean stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally wrong. It doesn't even sound right. I don't like the word stealthy. Stealthy. It's clearly stealthy. I use stealthy. That sounds like somebody that's rich and like stealth, stealthly. No, I'm like, I was using no. it all the time. And nobody corrected you? They no. Just were like, James did. I wonder what the fuck she's talking about. Probably. <laughs> I was Googling it. I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm like, I know it looks right when I spell it, but you know how you like spell something and then you're like, it's right, but it doesn't look right? Well, I know what that's like. I know somebody who doesn't know what that's like. <laughs> and I couldn't find it. I was just making sure I was using it correctly and or I couldn't you, find it anywhere. So when you couldn't find it, that wasn't like a big red flag? Like, oh. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't a big red flag. But clearly because of my last marriage, I ignore red flags. So <laughs> it was not a red flag at all. And now I use it all the time. We're like, ooh, that's stithy. You're going to no. do that very stithy like. So yeah, that's that's the word. And... Uh, I, when I think of the word stealthy, I see a ninja dressed all in black. No, it's Just stealthy. Very walking on his toes, coming up behind you. <laughs> see? I was that, so scared. That was stealthy. I, I literally watched you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was right in front of your face. And you still screamed. I was talking about the man behind me. <laughs> There's nothing behind me. You are... <laughs> Not me, you. Oh my gosh. <sighs> That's okay. So that is the story of Blair Adams. I'm really sorry, Blair. Yeah, I really, I really hope that somebody out there has that one piece of information that will bring this case to a close, and he can run rest in peace. When they did the autopsy, couldn't they look in his brain to determine if it was schizophrenia? I'm sure they could have. But in 96, that's not a thing that they did. Is it something that shows up in the brain? I... Or is it tests they run while you're alive? <sighs> it's a good point. I don't know. It was just a thought that popped into my head. Like maybe. I mean, I'm sure it's not... What did you just throw in my bathtub? Nail polish? I'm going to take a bath in there later. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Just make sure it's you It's a bathtub. Have... Make sure you don't have any pink nail polish have in a your garbage butt crack. Can right here. <gasps> Well, if you enjoyed this episode, find and contact us on our socials. You can't, you can't do stuff like that because I already screamed two times. And meet us every Friday when the clock strikes 1.13 a.m. 
for a new episode. And as always, make sure you stay alert, stay salty, stay intact, stay stithy. <laughs> thought you were going to say stay single. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> because men suck. And oh, there's lesbians on TikTok that are hot. Yeah, you'd like to send me their pictures. Just their whole videos. Just whole videos, yeah. That's what I meant. But men be, men be scary. And until next time. Bye. That's a great story. <laughs> See you next episode.